Hello and welcome to the Dialogues Podcast. On this episode, you're going to listen to George Brown College former students, entrepreneur and fashion designer Betsy Campos talk about how clothes can empower people. She owns a swimsuit shop called Unica, which creates custom swimsuits for women of all shapes and sizes. Thanks for coming today. It's a pleasure. And since you grew up, uh, I know that you're half Brazilian, kind of. Your parents are Brazilian, right? Yes. So, obrigado por vir. De nada. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about uh, how fashion, how clothes can can help people to they feel good about themselves. But first, I want to understand about uh, your company. It's it's called Unica or Unica. 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 Yeah. Okay, just like you said it right. <laughs> yeah, yes. You said it right. So tell me a little bit about Unica, how it was born and how what what's the concept behind of it? Of course. Um so growing up I spent my summers in uh, South America and Brazil. Uh swimmer is ingrained into my culture. Um it's very hot over there, so nine times out of ten you're either at a cottage or a beach in swimsuits. I found that swimwear was always available in Brazil. Obviously, we have winter here and coming back to Toronto, Canada, the the options weren't there. Um, I also found that the sizing was very off. So if you're a larger woman or a bigger busted woman, you weren't able to find things that did fit you. Whereas in Brazil, there was millions of options. Um, Unica was started out of personal frustration uh, while shopping. Even with my mother, uh, we could never find stuff that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, stuff is a bit more conservative um, in Canada and North America compared to South America. Uh, swimmer in Brazil is very different, obviously. Uh, but Unica was born off of frustration while shopping, listening to friends and family while they were shopping, their experiences. Also, the fact that swimmer is not available all year here, mm-hmm. uh, which I never understood because when it's cold is when Canadians go away. So I thought that I had something going uh, because of that. And Unica means only one, uh, as you know. Yes. So the whole idea behind Unica and the name was uh, women embracing themselves as they are. And they are all one of a kind. So I really wanted Unica to, you know, whatever the brand name was, to emphasize what I do, which is cater to all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where, like, the whole Unica came from. And... Could we talk a little bit more about that, explore more about the difference between, since you you spent uh, summers in Brazil, the difference Mm -hmm. between Brazil and Canada? Definitely. Um, Northern styles are very, I would say, conservative. They're very uh, similar. The U.S. and Canadian markets all have the same styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I find that Latin America or South America, even Miami has the same influence, I think, because there's so much Latin population over there of, like, sexier cuts or, you know, just things that aren't so covered up. Uh, not that you need to show and expose yourself necessarily, but I do yes. find that the Brazilian bikini, obviously, versus the um, North American bikini is very exposed. Um, and it's all about embracing your curves. And I find that North, North America is very conservative. If you take the men's bathing suit, for instance, Europeans are also on the whole Speedo style. Um, whereas like in Brazil, you have this classic Speedo and then you have the short Speedo. Um, 
it's really weird saying Speedo, but <laughs> <laughs> one of those. Uh, and then North Americans wear the long boy shorts and the loose boy shorts. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's very interesting, even when my cousins would come over, you know, to my store and they would be like, this is so covered up because I do carry, you know, North American styles, but mm-hmm. people come to me because they get options they can't find here. Yeah, and, and how your clients from here are even different countries because Canada is a multi-cultural. Exactly. So how they see these different cuts, these different options. They, in store, we have them displayed. And I always love when women want to pursue something outside of their comfort zones. So, you know, I'll have a woman come in and she's uncomfortable with her body and she wants a one-piece. And then I'll challenge her and be like, well, why don't we do a two-piece but work around the areas on your body that you don't like? So I think that's the whole thing. The niche that we cater to and why we do so well is the fact that I can take anybody's body and listen to their concerns. If it's stretch marks, scarring, surgery, scars, C-section scars. Um, I, w- I work with women that have had breast cancer and they don't mm-hmm. have breasts. Uh, and we work around their issues and their limitations with their bodies and cater to them. And you design and sell uh, swimwear, which mm-hmm. literally makes people like expose their their bodies exactly and i always say that that's that's one thing uh i always tell my clients you know when they come in for a custom swimsuit experience because we do custom but we also sell off the rack in store my one thing is to them is look like being in a swimsuit is practically being naked um so if you don't feel confident and you're uncomfortable people can see that Mm -hmm. you know it's just like growing up graduation like you didn't get a new suit for graduation, but your mom's making you wear your uncle's suit and it doesn't fit you. And you can see it on the kid's face and they're uncomfortable and they hate it and they can't wait to get out of it. So I always say, I'm like, if you're not comfortable with it and you don't feel confident, you're not going to feel good on the beach, especially when you're most exposed and vulnerable, you know? So I always try to make them, um, not make them, but I guide them towards what I feel would work best for them. The last option is up to them. They pick their fabric and then we make it. Um, But it it feels good. Like it feels good when, when, you know, someone who's come in who has had three kids or someone that's battling, you know, from not just regular women, but I have women, you know, I have a client who is paralyzed on half of her body. So she's two different sizes and it's always a challenge and something new to explore. But it always feels so good for not only me, uh, but I do have a team of six women I work with now uh, when they leave and they're happy. But I think the biggest reward for me as the owner of this is when I see them come back because that means, you know, like we did something good and they want more. So when someone comes back in the store, I'm like, yes, like we got them. This is great. So it's definitely rewarding. Um, people think, you know, it's just swimsuits, but it's not. It's, it's no, no, no. you know, like it's sometimes it's like therapy i'm listening to stories and them <laughs> complain about their bodies and to be honest nobody's happy i have you know a size 30 woman who's 400 pounds i have someone who's had a double mastectomy and doesn't have breasts i have someone who's pregnant someone who's perfect someone who's had plastic surgery done four or five times and every single surgeries i've never heard of and nobody and they is are for the pressure yeah of- of feeling confident and conforming to, you know, society's standards. So I get stories like that all the time. Or even girls, for instance, hormones, uh, the average U.S. size now is 16. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's up from size 6. So the average sample size is 0, 0. It used to be size 6. Now we're at size 16. And that's 
you know, that's concerning. Obviously, I have 14 year olds who are coming to me with F cups. So like triple D and then it's E and then it's F and they're 14 years old and they're so uncomfortable with themselves because they're going through puberty. Yes. And, you know, you can't take them to a plus size shop because it's all grandma's swimsuits and prints. So the cases like that, um, making them feel comfortable and confident and, and picking a style and knowing that, hey, like you are bigger busted, but it's okay. Like there's other options than a plus size suit at xyz store Mm -hmm. so that's the beauty it's almost like therapy almost (laughs) yeah i like to say i'm like we're we're part-time therapists (laughs) swimwear designers if we talk about bikinis and swimsuits we never think like immediately we never think about this consequences this how important it is for a woman when they're wearing and and it's tough that's the thing social media now is like the devil like it's it's like people are constantly comparing themselves and like Literally, every girl who brings me a swimsuit is bringing me a picture of a Kardashian in a swimsuit. And and they think that that's normal, Mm -hmm. you know, but they don't know that they have had plastic surgery and that they've had lip injections and and extend or things done to their body. I didn't even know you could do. Um, So it's, it's so sad to me that, you know, we're constantly trying to conform to society's idea and view of what is the perfect beauty standard and what is the perfect size and what is to be worn um so that's something that we kind of go against the grain with that i think is why we are so good at what we do and why we've gotten so much press and why you know people are so intrigued by this because the next generation especially with social media and instagram is you know these young girls like even when they come to my store i think they're like 19 20 years old these girls are 13 years old and i'm like wow like, I did not look like you at 13 <laughs> years old. Like, at 13 years old, I did not look like you. I was not dressing like you. And it's so crazy to me in this digital world um, and the pressure to, to look like these people. But even in, in, on social media, a good part is that a lot of uh, celebrities are, are start to showing their, their real bodies. Yeah. And, no and, Photoshop. You know, like, Ashley Graham is, is somebody that I love. Um she's very honest and and she shows no filter no editing photos and she has acne on her face and she's very honest and i think people are intrigued by that i think that you know when you show people your most vulnerable state they relate to you better yes you know so knowing that you're human and you're gonna have a breakdown and that you're gonna have acne and that you're not gonna have the perfect body and you're gonna have stretch marks you and become it's, it's real okay. yeah you relate to these people um and and that's instagram world is you know you see these people that have i was in los angeles last last few months ago and i was in the elevator with someone i follow on instagram that has millions of followers and i looked at her and i was like wow like i can't believe that i believe that your instagram is what you look like like this is not even real life and there's applications. My friends have applications where they they go on this app and they make their waist smaller and their hips bigger and they fix their nose and they oh. fix their face. And I'm literally sitting there like, guys, I just put, I don't even put a filter on and you guys are doing all these things. So hashtag no filter. Yeah, hashtag no filter. And I'm like, wow, like I can't believe that this is a thing. Like people do this. And that's the whole toxic level for the next generation. Like, I'm scared to have a daughter. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine, like, what's coming. Okay, thank you so much for coming. I think you're, you're doing a 
really interesting uh, work. Like you're selling swimsuits, you're selling bikinis, but you're listening to those people and helping them a lot. Yeah, it's, it's therapy. It's therapy. It's Shopping part. therapy, I like to and say. It, it's really cool. Thank you so much. Thank for you for having me. That's all for today, folks. I'm not going to stay here talking about how women should always feel great about themselves, mansplaining what you already know. On the other hand, I can share the experience I had with my young sister, some of my friends and the people I dated with. I had relationships with different women throughout my life with totally different body sizes and shapes and all of them, no exception, had some lack of confidence about their appearance. I used to spend sometimes hours listening to them, complaining about their clothes, their bodies, that nothing looked good on them. Sometimes before a party or a special occasion, I already knew we would go through all that routine of I have nothing to wear tonight or I don't want to go out anymore. As I said, it was not one, it was all of them. I'm going to be honest, sometimes I didn't know how to deal with it, there were some moments that I left them there and... Other times I wanted to help but didn't know how. So try being supportive to your girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, sister, friend, whatever. Not only society standards are hard to reach, but feeling good about ourselves can be a hard inner thought process. Society demands so many things all the time that without noticing it, we start demanding the same things for us. We get frustrated about ourselves and now I'm not only talking about clothes, but also about school, career, money, family. So don't push yourself too hard. And if you are on the other side, just be there. Listen and don't judge. It's horrible to hate someone, but it's the worst when we hate ourselves. So be patient, okay? Yeah, I think I digress here a little bit, but send me your story, thoughts, comments or anything at podcast at dialognews.ca. If you like the work we are doing here, please subscribe at the iTunes app or any other podcast app that you use. That's all for today. See you next time. Bye.